Welcome to Talks with Terry. Sit back and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another scary episode of the Talks with Terry's podcast on this October season. Today, as we creep closer to the scariest time of year, we begin to see more of the specters that haunt us as the month goes on. We embrace more stories of ghosts, monsters, and unseen horrors that captivate every one of us. Many of these creatures are shared among cultures throughout the world, beasts and ghouls given different names and lineages through different storytellers. But what happens when the same figure begins to show itself in the corner of a thousand people's rooms, a being so prevalent that people on every continent from every background have witnessed some version of it stalking them in their lives. This is not a story passed down from popular culture playing off the imaginations of horror fans everywhere. It is an unknown force that comes to haunt you when you are at your most vulnerable, and he is simply called the Black Hat Man. The Hat Man, or Black Hat Man, is a shadowy being that appears in people's homes when they sleep. Witnesses to this creature have reported similar sightings while they have been suddenly awoken from their slumber. Waking in the middle of the night, unable to move or speak, seeing the dark room around them with a sense of dread. They look to the corner of their bedroom or to the foot of their bed, or to the crack in the hallway door, and they see a figure wrapped in shadows. He stands six feet tall, wearing all black, with an obscured face and a wide-brimmed black hat said to reach as wide as his shoulders. His eyes are said to be either pitch black or red like a raging fire. For most, he stands over them, filling them with a sense of dread and pure terror before suddenly vanishing. Others have woken to the hat man standing or kneeling on their chest, weighing them down and making it hard to breathe. And a few unlucky souls claim that the hat man brings shadowy allies with him who then attack the victims in their beds. In every story, the same hat man is there, cloaked in the shadows of the twilight hours. But what are people experiencing when they come into contact with the black hat man? There are many theories trying to explain just what he is ranging from scientific to the more paranormal. Among the scientific community that has researched this phenomena, many believe 
that people who see figures such as the Black Hat Man are suffering from the side effects of sleep paralysis. Now, sleep paralysis simply occurs after your body has completely fallen asleep, but your conscious mind is suddenly awakened. While your mind is awake and able to sense what is happening around it, your physical body cannot move because there is a function in our brain that stops the body from moving when we sleep so that we don't put ourselves in danger while we dream. In a way, sleep paralysis is the opposite of sleepwalking, where your body is mobile, but your mind is unconscious. And it is believed that when someone experiences sleep paralysis, their mind is caught between a waking and dreamlike state, which often can lead to certain feelings and hallucinations, such as insects crawling on the walls. The feeling of fear or dread may be linked with our minds recognizing that fact that we can't move, thus creating a panic scenario. However, those who have experienced paranormal visitors like the Black Hat Man claim that there is often more to it than a simple trick of the mind. For most, beings like the Hat Man are labeled as a paranormal spirit, specifically a shadow person or shadow entity. These are perceptions of human-like shapes formed from shadows that are viewed within our world. Many haunted locations across the globe report apparitions such as shadow people stalking about, with some being reported as walking or running through buildings and people. Some folklore even matches accounts similar to sightings of the Hat Man, when people see shadowy figures in their rooms or experience them sitting on their chests. In fact, scientists who've studied sleep paralysis have noted that ancient folklore described it as an encounter with a demon that sits on your chest and torments you while you sleep. Other paranormal enthusiasts claim that the Hat Man is extraterrestrial in nature. They believe that the Hat Man is some sort of alien watcher or an alien himself that either observes humans or abducts them for nefarious purposes. Other groups of theorists believe that the Black Hat Man is to be a member of the, the Men in Black, a secret organization of humanoids that often intervene in our affairs relating to aliens and those that research paranormal phenomena. Most witnesses and investigators, however, believe that evidence points to the Black Hat Man being some sort of ghost or demon. In some accounts, the witnesses claim to see the Hat Man standing over them and feeling as though their life energy is being drained from their body. Others believe that the Hat Man wanted their souls and said prayers in order to make him disappear. 
A few terrifying accounts say that the Black Hat Man was accompanied by various other shadowy beings who would openly attack the victims. These witnesses claim that after fighting off these shadowy figures, they would often have scars and bruises that they received from their assailants. But this could all be a hallucination, right? Why not just admit that this is people suffering from sleep paralysis and move on? Any bruises or scrapes can be seen as natural, like someone tossing and turning in their sleep. But the thing is, witnesses attest to seeing their bedroom doors or windows being opened, their nightstands moved, and other objects manipulated by the Black Hat Man. But what interests me is the amount of individuals with no similarities from different parts of the world seeing the same being in their room, no matter where, they each have a story to tell. One man from Australia said that he saw the Black Hat Man while he was a teenager, saying that he witnessed a tall man wearing a black hat watch him from his doorframe. When he tried to shut his eyes and ignore the entity, he began to see through the eyes of the hat man himself as it was looking at the man's sleeping body. When he asked his family about it, his older brother admitted to seeing the same figure when he had previously lived in that bedroom. Another witness says that he once shared a room with his sister growing up, and they had a chair that sat between the beds. One night, they both saw a shadowy man with a hat sitting in their chair, casting his own shadow along their wall. They both admitted to each other that what they saw was real. An even more chilling account came from a hospice nurse in the UK who was on the night shift when one of the call buttons from one of their elderly residents was activated. When the nurse went to the resident's room, she asked the woman what was wrong and if she needed something. The woman asked if the nurse could, quote, make the man with the hat leave. It was discovered that this resident had seen the hat man watching her from the corner of her room and became frightened. The nurse then responded to a patient on the opposite side of the building who wanted her curtains closed because she saw a man with a hat walking through the building and staring at her from the outside window. Now, that's a pretty spooky story. I started uh, researching this. I, um, I I follow other podcasts who go through sort of the more uh, the more mysterious, the more scary, paranormal sort of happenings going on, and they talked about this story of the Black Hat Man, and that's when I thought this would be an interesting thing to uh, to talk about. And it turns out a lot of other people have sort of made content or done um, 
or, you know, studied or done their own research about the Black Hat Man. Uh, some of the information I got came from, you know, popular YouTube channels like the Infographics Show that, you know, sort of uh, give you a an animated explanation as to what certain phenomena is like. Um, some of it I got from one of my favorite podcasts, the last podcast on the left, uh, where they received a uh, a bunch of emails from their fans who say that they experienced uh, the Black Hat Man while they were uh, growing up, uh, which is interesting. And then there, uh, and then I just started looking around at what websites there were. There was a documentary. I didn't get to watch that because uh, I didn't want to pay Amazon for it. Um, but it apparently is sort of the same vein. It goes into some of the stories that surround the black-hatted man, uh, stalking people in their dreams. And, you know, there are other stories like that. Uh, there's one man who has made his own little website, uh, that I believe he calls the Hat Man Project. And, uh, he, his whole goal was to sort of um, you know, spread awareness and get people's uh, stories and accounts uh, of what they saw when they experienced the hat man and, you know, maybe sort of uh, help people come to terms with what they saw or get to the bottom of uh, what they saw. And that's where a couple of these stories have come from. And I found it, uh, I found it all very interesting. Um, but it's, it's strange, right? Because, you know, there are a lot of mysterious phenomenon that uh, when they appear at different parts in the world and over different parts of the world to different people, um, there are some notable differences. Um, but at the same time, there are strange amounts of similarities. For example, uh, you can uh, we can look at something like the Sasquatch. The Sasquatch is another one of those uh, mysterious monsters or cryptids that uh, have had sightings truly all over the world and in different uh, parts of uh, America as well. And everyone who has experienced it has, exper has explained it in a very similar way. A, a tall, uh, ape-like creature walking upright covered in fur. Um, and they all have their different ways of explaining it. Other people uh, have seen sightings of things like aliens and explained them as, you know, being the stereotypical uh, short grays with the big heads uh, and the uh, pitch black eyes abducting them and experimenting on them. But what what's interesting about all of those that, um, that I kind of took to notice while I was researching is that in a way all of those experiences at one point they go back to this instance in uh, in the world or in history or in a culture uh, where something has existed and that sort of spawns the urban legend or spawns the creature and then everything after that uh, at least in skeptics eyes can be attributed to people sort of, uh, their minds making up an image of what they see, you know, since the, since the big, uh, f since the first big Bigfoot sightings, 
especially with that famous uh, video of uh, one looking back that people can't decide if it's fake or not. Um, there, since then, people have been able to chalk to as like, well, you saw something, but you attributed it to be a Bigfoot because that's what's that was just what's clearly in your head. That was the figure or the entity that your mind has put on to something that is unexplained because our brains, remember, they don't like it when uh, things go unexplained. And so we like to put uh, shapes and faces to things uh, to sort of help quantify it. Same thing with aliens. For everyone who's seen I was taken up in a flying saucer by little green men, they're simply called crazy, but that's just because we've had, you know, decades of these stories, these fantastic fictional stories of people saying, of people being attacked or abducted uh, by little green men in flying saucers. And so, you know, it becomes, it's almost like someone saying they saw Superman out there. Uh, and it's, it's hard to take them all seriously, and it's very easy to get skeptical with it. But as far as uh, this entity, this black hat man, uh, from what I could research, there was no, uh, there was no sort of instance where uh, something like this could have, you know, spawned in it. And it's also very strange that so many people explain uh, this figure to be the same kind of thing. Uh, they say it is a man, um, they say it is a man, a manly sort of masculine figure. They all say it is a round six feet tall. They all explain it as having some sort of uh, black coat or black trench coat that it wears. Um, and it always wears the same sort of wide-brimmed hat, almost like an old-style fedora. Um, but, you know, to a, to a bit of an insane degree. And, you know, it would be, it would be one thing to di dismiss these stories if there were subtle differences. Um, for example, one say, one people would say maybe it was a, a more portly, a more round man. Others saying it was a more of a muscular man or a feminine figure. But the fact that so many of these random accounts all say the same kind of thing leads me to believe that we are dealing with a mysterious sort of phenomenon. Uh, and now, of course, back to that question, it could just be our hallucinations, right? It's, it's a trick played by our minds uh, in the unconscious. And, you know, even today, people make, uh, people make jokes about their uh, sleep paralysis demons or whatever these strange entities that watch them from the corner of their eyes uh, while they are pinned down. But even so, for so many people to experience this and say what I experience is true, it's very, it's very compelling to me, almost. So, you know, what is it? What is this, what is this thing if we can't chalk it up to sleep paralysis? Um, you know, there's the explanation that it is just an alien, um, or it is just a, a, a man in black or whatever, um, which it would be interesting. However, uh, from very, from what little I know of the sort of alien world, 
um, or the aliens that uh, we quote-unquote know about or have accounts about. Uh, there hasn't been too many that have been described as being six foot tall and wearing, uh, you know, black trench coats and uh, wide-brimmed hats. Many of them have very distinct sort of features or they don't see, or people don't see the entities at all, uh, but they sort of hear them. Um, but one thing that sort of leads me against the idea of it being extraterrestrial in nature is, at least in the accounts that I uh, that I read or I heard of, there was not any uh, sort of abduction that happened. There were no accounts of people saying, I was abducted, I found myself in some sort of, you know, operating room being experimented on, you know, like you do with uh, typical people who say they've been uh, abducted by aliens. The accounts just aren't really there. All of it seems to only be happening uh in the person's uh, sort of living space, um, which, you know, leads me to believe that this isn't some sort of alien creature. I think it is more uh, spectral in nature. Uh, it is more of a spirit or ghost um, or a demon. Uh, but is it a man in black? I think it really well could be um, but it's interesting because there isn't a whole lot of consensus on the men in black. Um, obviously, you know, some people don't take the men in black seriously because it's, it's been turned into a movie franchise now. Um, but, you know, but before all that, there were, there was a clear sort of, uh, there's this clear sort of belief that there is a, uh, a hidden organization or something uh, with humanoid creatures that sort of look human, but not really. Um, if you know, if you don't know, if you've never heard, the Men in Black are said to be uh, these figures that you know wear all black sort of suits, like the movie. But when it gets to the facial features, some of them are. Uh, they're usually bald. They have very little hair. Their skin is said to be uh, unsettlingly uh, pale or pink uh, to the point where they don't look very human at all. They, uh, many people have said they have uh, ruby red lips, almost as if they were all wearing uh, chapstick, and they all have very strange sort of mannerisms um, that do not come across as genuine human. Uh, but the reason I throw some skepticism at uh, the man, the hat man being a man in black is, you know, the stories I've heard is that they all revolve around alien research. Uh, anything having to do with aliens or extraterrestrials, you know, there's, you know, dozens or hundreds of stories of so-called individuals who either research aliens or have experienced aliens um, and they uh, run into, they get meetings with these mysterious men in black, uh, and the men in black basically tell them, you didn't see anything, uh, this is not something you should be investigating further, you should just go about your life. Um, and the way they operate is, you know, very out in the open, and it doesn't seem to me like the men in black would sort of bother themselves doing this because there's no evidence that the people that have experienced the black hat man 
uh, have seen anything UFO related or anything, you know, uh, that anything would need to be covered up by some mysterious clandestine humanoid creatures, which is weird. Um, so, and for the most part, these experiences that people have are just this figure sort of standing over them um, and not really doing anything uh, for the most part. And so it just doesn't seem like the M.O. of uh, the Men in Black. So that sort of leads me into what I believe the Black Hat Man is, which is something more akin to a ghost spirit or a, a demon. Um, now, what's interesting about it being either a, a ghost or a spirit is that, again, this is sort of depends on what you believe uh, the, the essence of a ghost or a spirit is. Um, I think it's a little bit more far-fetched that so many different people from so many different walks of life is, have experienced this very specific thing. Um, it seems almost too good to be true, so that's why I'm, uh, I'm a little, you know, hesitant to just write it off as, as your normal ghost, because from what I understand, uh, a ghost or a spirit is, you know, sort of a, an entity that is rooted to either an individual person or more likely an individual spot. And so unless all of these individuals all across the world just so have to happen to be uh, living uh, on land or attached to an individual who is six foot tall and always wore uh, black, you know, black trench coats and a wide brimmed hat, that just seem, that also seems a bit too far-fetched, but it's paranormal, so you never know. Um, uh, what interests me, and this might just be because I, I find the topic uh, sort of fascinating, is this idea that it might be a demon. It might be some sort of uh, widespread entity uh, that sort of infects us in the dream world. I guess you can think of it uh, in sort of the Freddy Krueger style of this entity that comes at you uh, in the dream state or while you are dreaming. You know, there were the accounts of some people saying it felt like there, uh, it felt like this entity was either standing on their chest or kneeling on their chest, and others say it felt like their life force was being removed from them while they were. Uh, experiencing the black-hatted man and again that goes back to this sort of old-fashioned folklore of these demons that would sit on your chest and make it hard to breathe and torment you uh, while you slept now that could have uh now i'm not sure about that folklore it could have uh, sort of other backstories it could also be a way that some people explained certain uh, illnesses that would leave you bedridden, like say tuberculosis uh, or some or some other respiratory disease. Um, but in the same vein, uh, I think that an entity like this uh, and how it operates, it makes more sense for it to be some sort of mysterious force from uh, from another plane of existence, perhaps. Um, that's the best ex explanation I can come to as to why so many people from so many different places have seen the exact same thing and experienced it the exact same way. And it would sort of track with 
uh, some of it. Many people, you know, some sometimes when it comes to uh, certain entities, whether it be ghosts or aliens or whatever, there are the uh, the handful of people that have the experiences and say uh, it was there were uh, moments of leniency where it was very um, it was very uh, actually pleasurable to be there. Uh, to be in the presence of those beings. Um, however, it uh, there doesn't seem to be that many of them with uh, with the black-hatted man. It doesn't seem to be too many areas of the story where individuals who have experienced the black man felt calm. Uh, and again, that could just be the nature of how our brain operates when we are in uh, a sleep paralysis state. But um, it was, you know, it, it leads me to believe that this is a more malevolent force that people are with. And then, of course, there are the people who say that they've seen the black hat man and he is uh, usually followed by um, other shadowy figures that sort of gang up on an individual and wrestle with them and fight them to the point where individuals get actual scars and bruises. Again, that could be a more um, uh, a more sort of uh, mental game uh, that our mind plays on certain people. But with all of that, it ju- I just get the feeling that if we if you were if you had to quantify the black hat and man in some sort of in some sort of category as to what this thing is, I lean it more towards being either. A, a sort of demonic entity or uh, an entity you would see in sort of a, in a cosmic sense. And when I say a cosmic sense, I mean in sort of the ways of like a cosmic horror or this feeling that uh, it expands beyond uh, just our physical world. Um, it's sort of prevalent everywhere and everything sort of how in ancient beliefs uh there were you know there were sort of individuals or spirits or gods whatever you want to call them that um they they embodied one thing they were the embodiment of certain things and whenever you were in their presence you felt those certain things what this could be it could be a similar entity that either lives off of fear that could be it it could live off human souls but i don't i i don't really have any evidence or accounts or circumstantial evidence to back any of that up um that's sort of just an idea uh, but yeah i think that we could just be dealing with a very mysterious entity that just so happens to not be tied down to a certain region of the world, to a certain belief system, or to a certain, uh, or to a certain group of people, it is truly something that hunts all of us, no matter uh, who or what we are. And I think that's why I was so interested in the story of the black-hatted man that people have seen. Um, and I, I definitely, uh, I'd definitely be cool with learning more about it. Um, if any of you out there end up listening to this episode and want to 
you know, shoot me an email or a tweet or something saying, I've seen the black-hatted man, or even something similar to it, um, I'd, I'd find that really fascinating. Uh, and you can always send that to um, talkswithterry at gmail.com or uh, Twitter at T with T podcast um, on Twitter, and you could, you know, reach out to me there. And while you're there, you can also uh, let me know how I'm doing, give me the feedback, and also give me sort of ideas for topics that you would like to um, hear, and especially ideas for uh, more monthly topics that I will be uh, doing in the future. Pretty soon, I'm going to have to figure out what I'm doing for the next couple of months as far as uh, what's how that's going to turn out. And so I'd, I'll always appreciate some feedback there. Um, but yeah, without further ado, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to, you know, leave it up to you guys. What do you think this black-headed creature is that people are seeing? You know, is this just some entity that happens to latch itself to the unconscious minds of every person? Is there a more logical explanation for it? Uh, especially from a, a psychiatric point of view? Um, or is this just one of those unexplainable phenomenon that we sometimes come across in our daily world? I'd be interested to hear what some people think about that. And I hope you guys were a little spooked by this. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, thank you all so much for listening to this episode of Talks with Terry. Uh, next week, I will have some other spooky stuff to go over as we get closer and closer to Halloween. Um, and so I, uh, I will continue to be diligent and try to get more content like that out there. But thanks again so much for listening, guys. I will catch you all on the next episode of Talks with Terry. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.